Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here. Whoa, it started again, Larson. Oh, no. Oh, it's on a loop. Double the oh, undisputed Oh, no. Era. When are we going to get out of this undisputed era thing? Hold on a second. Let me take off the loop. No more loop. Oh, it started again, though. Oh, no. It already started again. Anyway. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, this is going in around. The only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here, youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Uh-huh. And available wherever podcasts can be found. Yeah, be sure right. to hit that subscribe button. A little notify bell next to it. Make sure you always got your new going in raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers over there, Larson. We and, do. And, uh, yeah, start at $5, man. $5, you get five bonus episodes every single week. Although we totally forgot to do an Ask Stephen Larson last I week. I realized that on, like, Saturday afternoon. <laughs> on Saturday afternoon, you're all chilling. You're like, oh, my God, I totally forgot. Totally to forgot that. about that. Oops. Yeah. We'll get on that, though. We'll do that this week for sure. Maybe we'll do a beefy one this week. Could be. A bit more beef to it. More beef. You might not have gotten an Ask Stephen Larson last week, but you did get over on the Friendoville channel, youtube.com forward slash Friendoville. Yeah. An Impossible Whopper review. I mean, everybody was able to check it out. Oh, wait, you got some beef for me? What's up? You got some plant-based beef for me? Yeah, people were giving me crap about my driving skills based on that video. Was it multiple people? I thought it was just there, Cody. In, in that particular chat, but there was also a comment left. About how that was a legal U-turn. No, it wasn't a legal U-turn. You don't see the stoplight right there. I had a green arrow to make that U-turn. It was perfectly legal. How is it people were able to try to ascertain if it was illegal? Like, there's zero visibility. Like, they do not. They do not. They just see me doing a U-turn. Yeah, they don't know the circumstances whatsoever. What do they? What do they think the illegal U-turn would be? What kind of driver do they think I am? Well, in their, you know, in their defense, we don't really see a lot of videos of you driving. You could be a terrible driver. But not. I don't think you are. Uh, you're, you're a bit, I don't know, you tailgate a little bit too much for my purposes, but I never complain if you're driving because, you know, you're a better driver than Hilton. Hilton's yeah. reckless. <laughs> Hilton, you know how I've, you're supposed I've, to be. A- I, I've, in my entire life, I've caused one accident. Ooh. That was in 1995. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeesh. 
Well, you've learned your lesson, so you haven't, yeah. you haven't caused any accidents. I have not then. been at fault for an accident in 24 years. You know what my favorite driving experience with you ever is? When you went Dukes of Hazard on us. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. We had to like, oh, we like, well, we're about to miss an exit. Yeah. And then you're like, oh crap, we're about to miss this exit. And you went, Nyeh. and then like, we didn't realize there was a big drop off there. Uh -huh. Boom. Yeah. That was awesome. Totally safe though. It was great. Yeah. You didn't cause any accidents. No, I made sure there was no other cars around and it was totally safe. <laughs> we do have a new patron, Paul E. Dangerously Guy, Tom Robeson. Thanks so much, Tom Robeson. Yes. So yeah. No, that was, that was a blast. It was like, yeah. Exactly. Uh, but you did not have the Confederate flag on top of your car. That's Thank God never going that. to happen. <laughs> hey -oh. Never going to happen. Very offensive. Anyways, uh, so yeah, good stuff. Uh, let's talk about this, man. Oh, hold on. We got a new member, Mr. Russells. Oh, Mr. Welcome, Russells is here? Mr. Russells. Awesome. Very cool. Um, uh, I'm going to get to this. This is what we're going to talk about in our bonus episode today. All right. Uh, I spent last night, I designed three uh, custom Nikes. Uh, the Internationalist. Have you ever worn those before? No. no. I know what they are, though. Yeah. Okay. Old school looking kicks. Yeah. Uh, this is on uh, Nike by you? Yeah. Okay. And then... To use uh, your gift card, correct? A pair of Air Force Ones. All right. Some powder blue in them. And University Red. I think they look great. Okay. But I want to get your opinion on them. All right. And then uh, Jordan 1 Mids. Uh, mids are the yellow ones you have that you can never break in. Not the yellow ones. They're, I know, I know. I'm just saying that's the model. The, these are the ones. Yeah, but these are the ones. They have like a Velcro strap on them. I don't know why. Okay, they're not Jordan 1 mids then. Well, there's something. I'll show them to you when we get to right. overrun. Uh, but uh, yeah, I want to get your opinion. Okay. I don't okay. know if I'd get the Jordan ones because I don't like the yellow ones I have. Yeah, if they're mids, those are the same model as the yellow ones. Yeah, I know. But I want to see. The problem is that and the Air Force ones were sold out. And it doesn't tell you that until you're done designing them. Mm -hmm. It's irritating. No. Anyways. Uh, NXT... TNT, I'm sorry, NXT on USA is going to be launching in two weeks. Uh, last night, we got an idea of what that episode is shaping up to be yeah, match-wise yeah, anyways. Yeah, we, well, at least two of them. At least two of them. And we got one doozy of, you would think, a main event. That's going to be a takeover level match. You'd think so. Roderick Strong versus Velveteen Dream for that North American title. Sounds like the prophecies, prophecies coming true come September 18th. Possibly. Draped in gold. Uh, at this point, I'd be really surprised it didn't happen. If uh, they're using, which they seem to are, if they're if they're utilizing undisputed error, keep as talking. The I gotta plug this in. Of uh, NXT on USA, which makes sense given their uh, their associations with Young Bucks. You know, Adam Cole not only was he a former member of Bullet Club, he also formed his own little mini faction with the Young Bucks called Super Click. Um, it makes all the sense in the world to kind of use NXT's uh, uh, Bullet Club associate, former Bullet Club member, Adam Cole, as top guy going up against the All Elite Wrestling guys. I would be actually be really shocked if uh, Roddy didn't win that belt. Yeah, me too. And then you're heading to you you're heading into war games with guys who with a faction that have and it's all the be titles. A winner take all match at uh, war games then. I guess so, you would think so. Um so what are the matches that have been announced for the, and I, I know they're not going head to head because NXT is getting a jump yeah. on uh, the, uh, the AEW on, yeah. USA, or on TNT. I did not fill this up either. I'm a mess today. You are. I came in like 832. Um, they're not going head to head, obviously. No, you know, but they it, got two week advantage. Yeah. To me, it'd be, it'd be kind of interesting to take a look at NXT's first step forward on 
cable TV mm-hmm. and AEW. What are the matches so far announced for AEW's first? Uh, for AEW, they're going to crown the first women's champion. And then uh, Cody versus Sammy Guevara. And then uh, the elite, Kenny and the Young Bucks taking on Jericho and two mystery partners. Oh. Probably going to be LAX. Or where the heck they call them. Okay, now. yeah. Pride and pa- pa- prideful. Pride, Whatever. Pride oh, and prejudice. They're LAX in my mind. Yeah, they're X-lax. Um, so how do you think those two batches of matches, what's going to, I would think you would think that the best match on paper anyways, of out of all of them would be dream versus Roderick strong. Mm-hmm. That would be my, that's my opinion. Well, I mean, it's either that or it's the elite taking on assuming LAX is Jericho's partners and assuming that LAX carries a load for that particular team that yeah, has the potential that, to be a really good match. That's too. the thing. Jericho's your, your champion and he'd have to not be heavily featured in that match for it to be as good as it mm-hmm. should be. And I'm not sure that they're going to do that. Why would you have him sort of in the background? Because he's slow and, and brawling these days. Yeah, I know. That's not the most exciting thing in the world. No, unless, unless they really well, like his first match against Kenny in new Japan was really good. Mm-hmm. It was pretty fun. Yeah. But the one at a double or nothing was kind of meh. Yeah, and I, I'm not taking anything away from Joel. I guess I am by saying that. But uh, he's a he, look. He's he's a next level personality. Yeah, and his matches he can put on compelling matches. But that's not the default. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I mean those those weaknesses might be covered up in a in a in a tag match. But uh, I don't know. Depending, and then they also like we mentioned, they also announced um, that number one contender match. With uh, Io Shirai, Mia Yim, Mia Yim, and Bianca Belair, which should be should be really terrific. good. But then you got Rhea Ripley hanging out somewhere too because they ran the video package of her uh, confronting Shayna. Yeah, that's right. You know, and and, and kind of did introductory thing with Rhea. So I don't know if it, it, her confronting Shayna was a situation where it was like, oh, here I'll reintroduce myself to NXT Universe by mm-hmm. confronting the champ. Now I'll take a couple steps back build my way to become a, a title contender. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? So I don't know, man. This uh, this first episode of NXT on USA, I wonder, I, do, I also kind of wonder if there's going to be many presentation changes mm-hmm. or if what we see is going to be, like what we see now is what we're going to get. I hope what we see now is what outset. we get. Yeah. I think because they're, they're doing a lot more stuff backstage with kind of the, the DSLR type look they've been using on NXT UK for a while. Yeah. You know, more depth of field, uh, a little more cinematic presentation. Mm-hmm. So I hope that remains. Yeah. I hope they don't try to gloss it up too much for yeah. USA. If they do, yeah. I mean, if they do anything, I'd want it to be more use of those more cinematic mm-hmm. looks mm-hmm. and feels. Um, I think that'd be smart. Uh, as far as like what the in-ring product look, I mean it it it's it's great, and that crowd is going to be that crowd is going to be super hot for yep. uh, for all that. Yep. So so that's good. So yeah, just wanted to take a look at all that stuff. Uh, let's see here. I don't have my notes up, Larson. Uh oh, so you might have to uh, jump into this. Okay, quick. fair enough. So kicking things off, we had a tag match on NXT. Breezango. Uh They have new music. Yeah, what would you think of that? It's heavy on police sirens. I kind of thought they were stepping away from the fashion police thing. That's a tough situation to be in. That's a really tough situation to be in because Brizango, they are so closely associated. It might be a process is my is my is yeah, taking yeah, the long route steps, there, but I think steps. it's going to be a process. They're you know, they've got they they've got, you know, the the black ring gear 
They got the new bit more intense music. They got a bit more intense music. Their matches are obviously going to be NXT level as opposed to main roster level. Um, and, uh, and they even came off as a bit even... They came off as less cartoonish because I think smartly they gave them an opponent or they gave them opponents that are so far cartoonish. It was awesome. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And so Brizango just sort of had to sit back and, and chuckle at them as opposed to being the ones that people chuckle at. Yeah. Or and with. apart from uh, uh, Fandango grinding his hips a bit, there really wasn't a whole lot of the typical, you know, he didn't do any of this right stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't want him to lose the grinding of the hips because it's hilarious. Especially when he's on the apron and Tyler Breeze is doing something. You just see him in the background grinding his hips. (laughs) Well, that's the best. But also, post-match, he's grinding his hips, and he's so out of rhythm. Doesn't matter, man. It just turns into awkward, like, thrusting. No, it's it's amazing. It's like a dog who found a hole in a wall. It's fantastic. Just going to town on it. Yeah, it's rad. (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, they took on Matt Martell. And Chase Parker. Apparently, they've been a team for 15 years, according to commentary. They've known each other since the third grade, according to commentary as well. Let's see if local competitor has any information on them. Uh, No. We also saw uh, Tyler Taylor Tyler Hastings again last night on 205. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, Not surprisingly, Breezango wins with with their finish. A bit more competitive match than you guess you would anticipate normally. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, When they're taking on a couple of... Guys, you've never heard of before. All the the hugging, like their entrance was great because the one dude, Matt Martell, maybe he's up on the top, and then the camera's with him, and then you see the other guy like pop in, like climb into frame, and they hug each funny. other. Oh man, that was all good stuff. Yeah, it was one of those things. It's it, it was borderline bizarre. You'd have to see it to see these guys interact with each other. It's great. Cause like you and I have known each other for over 20 years now. Mm-hmm. And like, we don't really like the, the, the point with these guys is they've known each other for so long. They're like best friends, but like, I don't, we, we don't hug like that. No, <laughs> we, we high five yesterday and it was super awkward. <laughs> Even that we couldn't figure out. No. Yeah. Uh, after that, Jordan miles, he's making his way into full sale arena. Uh-huh. He's interviewed. He's joined by Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. So he's asked, are you nervous? And he says, yeah, I'm nervous, but once I get into that ring, I'll get my confidence. Everything will be fine. Yeah. And then Keith Lee uh, kind of hypes him up a little bit. Um, he's ready for his main event match against Adam Cole for the NXT title. Yeah. You'll do just fine. Keith Lee's going gonna, gonna to jack up Jordan Miles, man. I think he's going to turn on him. I think Keith Lee's in turn. In run. I'm not spo- By the way, I've, I've not paid attention to any spoilers. All right. I'm just guess- This is a guess on my part. Keith Lee's been acting way too nice. Keeps on talking about how Jordan Miles just got there. And that's sort of Keith Lee's thing is he's been there for a year and he didn't have anything to his yeah, name. Yeah. Jordan Miles just got there. He gets a title shot. Yeah. He's going to jack that dude. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I want to see a heel Keith Lee. Yeah, me too. That's what I want to see, man. We only got one more week before uh, NXT on USA. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not – if that actually has happened in the tapings, I have no idea – I'm just getting that vibe, man. Keith Lee, yeah. like unsolicited Keith. Well, I guess it was originally solicited, but like he comes up to him. He keeps on. And then there was like a post-match interview where he comes back up to him. I've known you since 2008. And even then I knew you were special. Oh, man. Totally turned He's on. He's going to destroy that guy. Yeah. yeah. After that, uh, Io Shirai uh, just beating the heck out of Candice LeRae in the parking lot with a kendo stick. 
That was pretty. Awesome. Nigel's on commentary. Uh, they're they're transitioning off the interview with Jordan Miles. Like, oh, I'm some. It's like one of our transitions from fun wrestling for W Steve W. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hold on a second. I'm getting word something crazy is happening backstage. Something's happening backstage. Let's see what that is. Now let's go to the social media lounge. Um, yeah, Casey Michael from Squared Circle Sirens. Yeah, uh, mentioned that he had heard that Candice is uh, is a bit beat up right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder if that was a way. Obviously, she's not in the number one contendership match. No, and so uh, that's maybe a way to write her off for a couple weeks. Maybe. Hopefully nothing on, serious because she's awesome. I know she's the best. After that, we had uh, Cameron Grimes promo. He was very upset. Yeah, he wanted to win. He wanted to win the breakout tournament and get a title shot. He said, but instead, I'm at the bottom, so I got myself this new hat. <laughs> I got a little a Jim Dandy hat, if you will. I'm wearing my Jim Dandy hat. <laughs> Would you like to buy some tonic from yes, Cameron Grimes? Yeah, I'd like to buy some tonic. Yeah. Cure what ails you. <laughs> uh, let's see here. After that, we had Velveteen Dream versus the finest. Finest. Kona Reeves. Uh, didn't take much though for Velveteen no, Dream. They tried to make Kona Reeves look a bit strong, a little bit. He got some offense then, and he goes for a pin on Dream, puts his hand on the rope. Ref sees it. Mm-hmm. Kona so starts arguing that. with Ref. Yeah. I'm finest. I'm finest. And then yeah, the Dream hits him with two super kicks and a, and a Dream Valley driver for the win. Didn't even have to go up to that top rope and drop. No, one with the signature. Yep, <laughs> yep. You know your 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 lot's not great in the promotion when you lose to a signature. Yeah. Back to the drawing board for the finest. And yet, I have this, I have this, uh, I have this prediction for the finest. I think this upcoming draft, he's going to be Mister Irrelevant. I think he's going to get be. chosen because uh, I think Meltzer said Meltzer was speculating on Wrestling Observer Radio that uh, he thinks that they're going to have some NXT talents in the draft. I think Conery is probably going to go at like number sixty, and. Uh, I don't know. He, he might, they need some. Hey, they need some new talent for the twenty four seven title. Yeah, that's true. I can't think of anybody. Yeah, finer. he seems he seems perfect for the twenty four seven. Perfect for that, right? The finest est. Because you, you, all you really need for that is is the ability to roll people up, and then like some good personality. Mm-hmm. Somebody like if somebody well, he can, can roll people you, up, and he's got some personality. Oh, he's got to look, man. Don't take that away from the guy. He's got tons of personality. He it's just goofy. Yeah, you don't believe this guy's going to win anything legitimately. Uh, he's goofy as heck, which is perfect for the 24-7 title. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now. All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Anyways. Uh, so so yeah. after uh, yeah. Dream picks up the win, uh, Roderick Strong shows up on the Tron. He's cutting a promo. 
saying, hey, uh, you want me to experience something? He, and he, this camera kind of slowly pulls out. Because when you see him, you notice that he's got like, there's like a flickering there's red flickering glow. flickering orange light. Which is never good. And the camera pulls out. Uh, he lit Velveteen Dream's couch on fire. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he, that's, that's how you get a title that's shot. That's how you get a title arson. shot. Yeah, in two weeks. Arson. Yeah. Uh, then we had a Rhea Ripley, Shana. <laughs> Dream's reaction was like mildly inconvenienced. Like, oh man, I got to plunk down another two hundred. Another bucks. purple velvet couch. Yep. Uh, Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler vignette next. Uh, yeah. Introductory package for Rhea Ripley to NXT. Yeah, good stuff. Kind of surprised that uh, later on in the recap, uh, Rhea Ripley, yeah, beat Piper Niven. I'm really surprised that wasn't the main event considering what the main event ended up oh, being. Oh, that really should have been the main yeah. event. That really should have been the main yeah. event. Unless they're positioning uh, Sid Scala as the new Stone Cold Steve Austin of NXT UK, which doesn't seem likely. No, I saw what happened in the next set of taping. It doesn't seem likely at all. Uh, yeah, no. So I, yeah, I saw that too. So I don't kind, get of, it. kind of interesting though. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't, I don't get know, it. Man. After that, uh, Tanara Conti. They're just calling her Tanara now. Tanara, yeah. Uh, taking on Bianca Belair. And they Wait, they didn't have Conti in her uh, package? No, her... and commentary didn't refer to her as Tanara Conti. Interesting. Uh, and actually, Tanara had uh, control this match early on. Mm-hmm, yeah. She was putting it to Bianca until she jumps off the apron. Belair catches her, hits fallaway slam ringside, and then shortly thereafter, Bianca's back in the ring, hits her finish. Mm-hmm, yeah. Fun match, though. Yeah, no, it was cool. And uh, they're getting Bianca back in that title scene, mm-hmm. although I'm not really optimistic in terms of that number one contender match. Mm-hmm. But I guess you never know. Yeah. 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 Uh, speaking of that, uh, next we get Regal in his office making the announcement in two weeks' time, NXT on USA, Mia Yim, Mia Yim. versus Bianca Belair. This is Bianca Belair. Versus Io Shirai. This is Io Shirai. Winner will be number one contender for women's title. It's going to be our debut on USA. It'll be lovely. And I wouldn't be surprised whoever wins this gets their title shot. Oh, I don't know, on October 4th. That could be. That could be. Are they going to pull, they're going to pull out all the stops, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. <laughs> There'll be an NXT title match defense, probably. Uh, this, the, you know, the women's title defense as well, probably. Yeah, they're going to pull out all the stops. And have Kevin Owens show up. Maybe. <laughs> would not be surprised. That would be amazing. That would be pretty That'd cool. That would be great. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. And then our main event, Jordan Miles cashing in his uh, title opportunity against Adam Cole, baby. Baby. Fun match. Gave it a lot of time. They gave this match a lot of time. I love the, uh, I love the story, the midpoint of the match when Adam Cole started slapping him. Like he was on the ground. He says, come on, man. You're here. Give me your best. I want to yeah. see your best. You're not at my level. You're not at my level. I want to see your finest. And, of course, this inspired a comeback for Jordan Miles. Mm-hmm. With some cool flippy stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hits Pescado over the top rope Hits top rope splash Gets two uh, Adam Cole misses a kick Miles hits a really slow Deadlift German suplex Gets another two count uh, Jordan Miles runs towards the ropes As if to attempt a suicide dive or something Cole gets back in the ring Hits him with a nasty pump kick um, Miles gets the advantage again He goes with the second rope Cole kicks him off Puts uh, Miles in the figure four But Miles gets to the ropes Miles goes for a splash, eats another pump kick. Ushi Groshi. Adam Cole gets a two. Yep. Uh, Miles eventually does hit a suicide dive, gets Adam Cole back in the ring, hits a frog splash. Not enough to put Adam Cole away, though. Uh, Jordan Miles goes for a 450. Adam Cole gets his knees up. He goes for a last shot, misses. Uh, Miles responds with an O'Connor roll, gets a two count. Cole kicks out. 
Hits two super kicks and a last shot for the win. Yep. Yeah, solid match. Um, and then he leaves, and uh, Jordan Miles is left in the ring to uh, pontificate. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, get some adoration from the crowd. And then, like I said, there was that post the the post match interview on the dot com where Keith Lee came in and said, "I am going to f you up royally." Oh crap! I said that out loud. You will bask in my glory. <laughs> you you make him a bit more. Uh, Old Norman Bates. Yeah, I know what I mean too. Uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to give him a, uh, butthead. a quiver to his voice, but it just <laughs> turned out that way. I'm not very good in, with impressions, as you know. No, man, you're great. No, it's not. I'm not great. <laughs> <laughs> NXT UK happened also. Um, I thought it was a fun episode. All 36 minutes of it. <laughs> it was actually yeah, only 36 minutes. Well, you know what? I appreciate they weren't trying to fatten it up with a bunch of stuff from TakeOver that we just saw. Yeah, man. Just give us a couple matches. Granted, yeah. they're in the wrong order. Yeah. A couple backstage interview bits. That's all I really care mm-hmm. about. I don't need full two-minute, three-minute recap packages, something I just saw three days ago. Yeah. I don't need it. I agree. I agree. I don't need it. Kicked off with Piper Niven versus Rhea Ripley. I agree completely. This actually, this actually should have been about five minutes longer and in the main event. Yeah. That's what it really should have been. But totally uh, have been. regardless of that, it was a really cool match. I thought it was really good. Uh, Rhea Ripley was going after Piper's lower back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was the story. We the saw match. not one but two Steiner recliners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's always that's fun. That's always fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, that first one was cool because Rhea puts Piper in the Steiner recliner and then transitions from that to that reverse clover leaf she does. Um, and then uh, Piper escaped that, put Rhea in the heel hook. Mm-hmm. Later on, Rhea goes for another Steiner recliner and then uh, – Piper picks her up and dumps her on her on her back. But in the end, yeah, Rhea wins with Riptide. Kind of surprising considering she showed up in NXT already. Yeah, and man. They'll, they'll continue this feud over the next, I don't know, month or so. Yeah. And after that, Rhea will be kind of teleported to NXT Prime full-time. Yeah, it could be. Or maybe she's going to moonlight. Maybe she'll pull double duty. Maybe she'll do both. They seem to be... They seem to just sort of use people as they need them. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be a real, like... It's going to be, I want to say, impossible. Maybe somewhat harder to moonlight once NXT goes live every week. Oh, for sure. No, absolutely. I mean, granted, NXT UK mm-hmm. only shoots once a month, but mm-hmm. still. But I guess it's possible to just not write them on NXT that week so they can mm-hmm. go do the tapings in wherever in the UK would, and then no, come I mean, back. It would, it would be total. It would be like super interesting to... Get a glimpse into okay, like what are the, how are these decisions being? I mean, I'm sure it's just Triple H figuring out who he wants to see. I'm sure a lot of it is just testing out how they, you know, how they feel out when they're in a different promotion. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Noam Dar was like he's been in like how many promotions at this Tons. point? Um, so it's probably just a feeling out process, and they put people where they put people. Yeah. But that's it's it's so. I think what's interesting is that it's so many moving parts. Mm-hmm. Like the rosters are just there's so many people. Yeah, I know that. It, there's it, that's a, why it would be interesting. To there's see a Venn diagram of NXT and NXT UK, and there's a select group that's right in the middle there mm-hmm. that overlaps. You got yeah. British Strong Style, probably mm-hmm. Rhea, probably Cassius Ono still. And you got yeah. Jack Gallagher and Noam Dar who are in 205, 205 Live too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe that's going to be folded in NXT. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know any of that. They stuff. probably don't know either. I mean, people on 205 Live probably don't know. That's probably, de- that's definitely true. But I imagine oh, there's got to be some sort of plan for 205. I mean, we're less than a month away yeah. from, and then, well, we'll talk about that when we get to 205, but that opening to 205 might have clued us in as to Maybe. what they're going to start doing. They, they did that once before, after something like that happened on SmackDown, though, where there was some beatdown or something 
huge happening, and they started the show with uh, a little glimpse, the tail end of what happened to SmackDown. I don't remember the exact Was instance. that the one that we went to? Did they do that for that one? I don't think so, but it's, it's happened before. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Um, after the uh, Ripley... Piper Niven match. We got uh, a Sid Scala interview. He informs us, the audience, that uh, Jack Gallagher is not cleared to compete. He will not be in the main event. Cassius Ono comes up and says, well, who's going to be my opponent? Then? Hey, Sid. Hey, Sid. What did he call him this time? Hey, Sid. Hey, Sidney. Sidney. Yes. You've heard doing Sidney. Hey, Sidney. What's this I hear? You've got the wrestling genius in the main event with no opponent. Well, I'm going to go out to the ring right now. You better find me an opponent. <laughs> and so Johnny Saints comes up. He wanders around the corner. It's like, oh, there's Sid. I'll just tell him something. Yeah. Whispers in his ear. Because he ain't trying to say no lines. Sid man. does this. He's like, really? And he goes, mm-hmm. So Sid goes running off. And then uh, Radzi's there. And he's like, uh, uh, Mr. Saint, oh, what was that all about? And he says, Cassisona will have an opponent tonight. Yeah. Gets out that one line. This gets out of there. Quick like. <laughs> uh, we got a brief uh, tag title recap, and then we cut to grizzled young veterans angrily mm. roaming the backstage area. Very upset. They each had a towel, yeah. and they each lost that towel, yeah. like a little tiny sweat towel. Yeah. They each you know, threw that towel away during the course of this. So they went to Johnny Saint's office. and uh, They angrily rapped on his door that once he opened, they were pretty much pleading and begging. With Johnny, him. I'm... Mr. Saint, we need, please, sir. Sir, we need this this rematch. Just two on two, though. Did you see what happened out there? And then Johnny Saint says, I'll consider it. But then, like right afterwards, they just announced, yeah, the rematch is happening. Mm-hmm, yeah, he considered it pretty quick. Next week, I believe. Yeah. That'll be, that should be a good match. Uh, after that, Gallus in the training room. Um, Joe Coffey in pain after that last man standing bout. He kept on repeating uh, Gallus boys on top or something like that. Yeah. It was something. He yeah. just kept on repeating that. And then Wolfgang said, uh, can we get a trainer over here, please? Yeah. <laughs> he might have internal bleeding. <laughs> Ruptured spleen. I don't know. He's hurt. <laughs> and then we go to Dave Mastiff and the hunts like talking him up. It's like, you're a, you're a top large guy. And, uh, <laughs> you're, you're top hoss in NXT UK. <laughs> pretty much he's like but you just have to remember don't lean on stuff if it's a last man standing match yeah don't lean on things if someone if someone's got a hold of your beard don't headbutt them <laughs> yeah because when they fall you fall remember if you're leaning on something with wheels it can easily be kicked out from under you yes so just a, a lean on something steady that a lesson a lesson for the under, future under you yes after that women's title match recap nothing really new here and then we got this uh trent seven and tyler Bate backstage um really shallow depth of field it seemed this was a razor thin depth yeah field, it man. seemed like they were sharing a legitimate moment. Yeah, it did. It seemed very intimate, you it know? It did. It really did, yeah. And part of that, I think, was how it was shot. It was, you know, the really shallow depth of field. Yeah. Tight frame. Um, Trent Simon was just, I think, telling Tyler Bate, hey, you know, stick to it. You're a big, strong boy. Yeah. You can go very far. You're very young. Uh, you got a Tegan Knox promo. She's debuting next week. Nice. Very cool. And then the main event, Cassius Ono versus his mystery opponent, Sid Scala. Yeah, that crowd went ape for Sid, man. Yeah. That's a great way to build up a guy. Have him be a very, very likable, affable uh, general manager. Mm-hmm. But then when he wants to throw, he'll throw. Yeah. I like that. No, it was fun. Yeah. It was a fun match, but it shouldn't have been the main event. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that totally. But that crowd did go. I don't know, man. The way that crowd responded to Sid, 
They might have been like the main the actual if they if that was not the main event, the actual main event might have gotten overlooked. It might have been overshadowed. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Man, building the star out of Sid Scaler. Yeah. Sydney. It was it was it was a match where Ono would wreck him and then Sid would mount little bits of, of comebacks. And then Ono would wreck him some more. Mm. Sid got just enough of a comeback in, or enough comebacks in to make you think, oh, maybe he'll roll up Ono for the win. No. Ono destroyed a, the back of Sid's head with, a, with an elbow. He's a wrestling genius. Yeah. And he's got a nasty elbow. I wonder if they were going to sell those shirts of his. I wonder if on his pro wrestling tee shop if he's got Cassius Ono wrestling genius shirts. I thought that was a yay. I thought he did. But I could be wrong about that. I don't know if he can use uh, Cassius Ono on his pro wrestling tee shop. Walter's still Walter on his. Yeah, but he was Walter before he went to WWE. Whereas mm-hmm. Cassius Ono is Chris Hero. <laughs> Hero Miedo. Uh, uh, doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like it. Although you can actually go to any mall and get the oh, same yeah. shirt. It's I just know. a yellow shirt with the old... Cooper font. The co- yeah, thank you. The Cooper font with the... Uh, it's probably felt and ironed on. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Anyways, after that, we had 205 Live. Uh, and then, yeah, the first five minutes was just a holdover from SmackDown. We got to see what happened uh, with uh, Rowan, mm-hmm. who went backstage. The refs attending to both Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. And, uh, yeah, it makes me wonder if... Because there's, you know, there's been talk about what they're going to do with the third hour... Uh, there on SmackDown Live on Fox. Uh, and it makes me wonder if they're going to get the third. We're just going to get a third hour of SmackDown. But uh, with, you know. It could be the, the Fox Sports 1 situation where it's part maybe talking smack type show, part aftermath of SmackDown with maybe a couple matches thrown in. Yeah. Maybe. A couple of like lower level matches thrown mm-hmm. in. That could be. That'd be cool. I'd, I'd dig that. Like a studio show slash some more wrestling action. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Maybe I'd check that out. I don't know. Maybe I would. Maybe CM Punk will do it. Yeah, it could be. I've heard that he's that his agent proffered that. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> we did. That was actually an episode. It was. That's uh, where I heard it from. Uh, we go backstage and there's Drake Maverick talking to Humberto Carrillo and Lince Dorado. Um, they're going to have a match tonight. And Lindsay says, I've been on 205 Live since the very beginning, and not once, not once have I received the title opportunity. Nunca, nunca. And, and, and Drake goes, hmm. All right, well, let's up the, the, the stakes here for this match. Lindsay, if you beat Herberto Carrillo tonight, then you will be added to the title match at Clash of Champions against Drew. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay's happy. And Humberto, I think he's supposed to look intense. He looks like he's trying not to laugh. Did you get that too? I he just has affable face. I know he's got. I'm really excited to be here, and they seem to love me. Yeah, because that dude is all over every episode of 205. Other guys will spend entire weeks like, "Where's Canellas been the last couple of weeks?" And he finally shows up. Umberto is got like every week, man. He is the face cornerstone of 205 at this point. They obviously love him. Yeah. So, I, I, also, he's probably like, oh, yeah, you see what's going to happen here? They're putting Lindsay in this match to eat a pin. Yeah, Because they don't want this face, this facha, to eat a pin. Someone said he eats the pin tonight. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first match of the night, Tony Nese taking on Mike Kanellis. Mm-hmm. Maria's watching a match from backstage. Yeah. 
This is a physical match, man. It was. This is a, yeah. Physical, hard-hitting. Hard-hitting match. High-octane. Um, things really picked up when uh, Mike Knellis hits the DDT on, on Tony Nese in the foot of the ramp. Uh-huh. Ow. They've been yeah. using that corrugated steel the foot of the ramp for spots a lot lately. Yeah, they have. That doesn't give. The best is when Elias just threw Ali on it. That was awesome. And that probably really hurt. Yeah, it probably really did. Uh, back in the ring, uh, Canellis avoided uh, Nice's uh, springboard moonsault, and then he just tosses Nice from the ring, uh, sets him up over the barricade, and then hits a drop kick. Impressive feat of athleticism it's from Mike Bennett. Good stuff. Um, yeah, that almost missed. Yeah, he had to like, really stretch out to <laughs> yeah. get one foot on him. <laughs> yeah, I got one leg. Yeah. yeah. One toe whiffed him. Yeah. Uh, back in the ring, uh, Nice hits his German suplex in the corner, but he can't go for the running Nice. Too beat up. Mm-hmm. He finally does hit his moonsault, though. Only gets a two count. Yeah. Uh, nice tries a couple uh, roll-up attempts on Canellis. Canellis responds with a spine buster. Gets a two. Uh, nice eventually hits that 450. Gets a two count, though, and then Canellis hits his crossroads finish for the win. Yeah. He was very excited Huge about Huge win. Victory. Big victory. Because like commentary was selling, these guys are bottom of the barrel. Yeah, pretty much. I think Aiden English said it was like a bottom of the barrel brawl. <laughs> That's why I think he called them that. Something like that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow. This is coming from Aiden English. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I know. Um, so that was, that was good stuff. I know what it's like to be at the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> You're looking at it now. <laughs> I used to wrestle. I used to I used to be a wrestler who would sing. Anyways. Anyways, uh, after that, uh I like this bit. Lindsay, yeah. this was an extended dialogue scene between it Ari very and natural for it did. Lindsay. Yeah. Lindsay's really good. Yeah, he like is. he's really good when he's when he's allowed to talk. So Lindsay's backstage warming up with some resistance bands. In walks Davari, uh, and he's all like He's trying to take credit, essentially, for Lindsay getting that spot mm-hmm. in the main event tonight. Yeah. And then Lindsay goes off on him, saying, no, you're nothing but a leech. Mm-hmm. Um, and after I win the match tonight, I'm going to go and apologize to Kalisto and Grand Metalik for and all then, this trouble that's been brewing. And then you're going to see the biggest, best lucha house party you've ever seen. Yeah. 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 That it was, was really good. good. Stuff. Yeah, it was really good. After that, we had something else that was awesome. The Singh Brothers. They're inside the Bollywood actor studio, yeah. Larson, and they believe they have found uh, they have found some very important information in their studies on uh, thespianism, and uh, uh, they learned that uh, uh, Brian Kendrick and Akira Tozawa should stay out of their business. That's apparently what you learn when you're in a Strasbourg class. I guess so. Perhaps some some Meisner. Mm-hmm, some Meisner, yeah. Uh, then we get Akira Tozawa and Brian Kendrick in a tag match against Brandon Scott and Tyler Hastings, who was pulling double duty on those uh, SmackDown tapings. Let me ask you something. If you yeah. decided to be an actor, uh-huh. would you be a method actor or a classical actor, classically trained, where it's all just fake? I just do my own thing, man. What, what does that mean? Would, would you put yourself in the moment, or would you just read lines in a convincing fashion? Yeah. You do that? The second one or the first one? Yeah. All of it? Yeah. Wow. Both. It'd be a mixture, some sort of wow. You're revolutionizing. Yeah, new new method, right new theory, new theory, new theory. Are you make the wow? New theory. You just created a new acting school. You know what the 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 mantra of it what is? is it? Just act. <laughs> just act. Just man. act. However you want to do man. it. Whatever yeah. makes you feel comfortable. You know, we're putting yeah. you in the moment, and you can do your lines too. <laughs> it's your mark. 
you hit your mark you say your lines say your lines yeah if you want to try to like go out and try to be a, a, a trash collector if you're playing trash collector cool man yeah it's good too if you don't want to if it all it takes is putting that oh, the, the 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 trash collector costume on well, what if and they you feel like your trash students collector? this new theory yeah your students want to know what do you do when you're there on set what do you do? Well, I don't like smell of garbage, so I'm not. I'm not going to go out and do that. Okay, I'm not going to go out and be but trash collector. If you were supposed to be an emotionally attached lawyer who is emotionally attached to his client, I'd, re- I'd listen to some true crime podcasts. <laughs> so every situation is different. Yeah, to your comfort level. Exactly. Oh, you like it? See, I'm all about not putting myself in uncomfortable situations. <laughs> So you don't want to think about bad memories when your brother stabbed your eye. No, no one ever stabbed my eye. I thought your brother stabbed your eye. No, no. He was chasing around the dog, and the dog almost bit my eye out. Oh, that's okay. Whatever it is. That's yeah. the story. Okay. Actually, did, that's fine. I mean, I, did, I didn't lose an eye, so it's not like terribly yeah. traumatic. So you're fine using that as a memory. Sure. Okay. Man, this new theory is complex. It really like is. It truly is. That's good stuff. It's pushing yourself emotionally without making yourself really feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. It's not doing it. Basically, it's not doing too much work. Yeah, essentially. Okay, good. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, who wants to be a, you know, maybe some people love being a trash collector. I'm not going to talk crap about no, that. No, totally. I'm not either. Yeah. It's Thursday. Why? It was my garbage day today. Oh, mine was yeah. yesterday. <laughs> I totally appreciate uh, uh, the, you Absolutely. Know, They're great. The garbage collectors yeah. who take the garbage to the dump. You ever been to the dump? No. It's a nightmare. Really? Yes. Why did you go? Um, when we were not moving out of a previous house, we had some stuff that we had to get rid of like ASAP. Oh, wow. Because... Body? <laughs> some arms just some stuff that we thought like we were renting it and a neighbor the per we were renting it and the person who owned it was selling it and so we were going to leave behind like tiles they'd use in the kitchen and stuff like that so the person who was buying it maybe if they want to do some repairs of tiles there's tiles there for them have at it and then the person who came to look at the house make sure everything was out was like no everything has to be out oh wow every little thing i'm like like there's cans of paint here they might want to paint the nope everything yeah all right so we called up someone to collect what we could and the rest we took the dump. Oh, wow. And literally what it is is that you toss stuff into a giant pit in the earth and then when it gets to a certain spot, there's, there's bulldozers that put dirt on top. Oh, wow. So you drive up to the point where you can toss stuff out of your car yeah. and you look down and there's trash under you that's barely covered up with dirt. That's terrible. And there's seagulls everywhere. God. It smells horrible. Oh. You realize right there how horribly human beings are treating our planet. Yeah, really gross, man. It's messed up. I'm going to get off this rock. After that, we had a an Akira Tozawa, Brian Kendrick versus Brandon Scott and Tyler Hastings match. Mm-hmm. Those last two guys are jobbers, so yeah. they lost this match. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, Tozawa and Kendrick have a finish now. It's like a Insiguri uh, uh, flatliner combo. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, Brian Kendrick grabbed the mic uh, and says... Uh, He's asked, and he has received um, tag match himself and Tazawa taking on Gallagher and a partner of his choosing. Mm-hmm. Jack Gallagher is like a, 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 he's in demand, man. He is. Well, he's a freaking terrific wrestler. Yeah, he's good. Any of those top brands would be lucky to have him on uh-huh. their brand. Snatch him up, number one in the draft, baby. Anyways. Anyways, next. Oh, and this part, this was great. Only Lorcan's about to give an interview backstage. He sees... Uh, Tony Nese having an existential crisis, having an absolute fit. Hold on one second. I want to address uh-huh. this. Jameson Copeland has a question here, but I want him to save it for our question section. All right. So he has a question about what we're going to what our plans are for when SmackDown goes a Friday. Ask that again when we get to questions in a little bit here. Yeah. And we'll so, give you our best answer. So Tony Nese is having an absolute fit. Mm-hmm. 
and then Oni goes over to like console him or something. Which is weird because Oni Lorcan should not be consoling anybody. Well, he unless should, if he sees somebody having a fit, he should go and have a fit with them, regardless of the reason. Well, I was gonna say he should go. Maybe he's going over there. It's like, hey, come with me under my bench. We can have a talk. Mm, I don't think he. I don't want to. Uh, Oni Lorcan. He should not be giving heart to hearts to anybody. Hey, man, I've been there. Screw that. You see somebody trashing stuff. Oni Lorcan's a type. Come on, he tweets in all caps. He should go over there and start throwing stuff around. Tony's like, why are you doing this? I'm throwing the fit. Oh, yeah, I love fits. Yeah, that makes sense, actually, yeah. man. Catharsis. It's all mm-hmm. about catharsis. So anyways, uh, uh, Oni's over there trying to console him, and Tony says, oh, you understand? No, you don't. And then he starts beating the heck out of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get healed Tony Nice again, apparently. Uh, finally, the main event, Lince Dorado versus Humberto Carrillo. Dale, guess. Fun match. <laughs> what did Nigel say? Because uh, they have this running gag where Nigel is in love, has a man crush on Angel Garza, mm-hmm. and then Aiden has a man crush on Humberto. And so he comes out, and they're like, you know, razzing Aiden a little bit because they're like, oh, Aiden, you know, what's your deal? You, you see the uh, the dimples there? And, uh, and then Nigel says, the the humble, lowly looking Umberto Carrillo, homely. He called him homely. That's funny. That's great. That's funny. <laughs> the homely Umberto Carrillo. That's funny. <laughs> oh, that's great. Nigel is so good. It was a fun match though. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, I always love when Lindsay does this. I think he's done this a couple times where he goes for a suicide dive and hits a tornado DDT off it. Man, that's great. Mm-hmm. Man, that's great. Uh, there's a spot that looks kind of nasty where uh, Lindsay is doing for his springboard st- or his handspring stunner, the Golden Rewind. There's a couple counters, and then Lindsay hits a Poison Rana, mm-hmm. but it didn't. It wasn't executed correctly, so it looked like a rough landing. Yeah, like, so I probably could have gotten hurt really yeah, easily. Yeah. There was a lot of trading of chops in this match. So I really like that. Mm-hmm. Both their chests look like hamburger. Yeah, that's always good, which I love. So we get a flurry of chops from Lindsay. Um, uh, uh, Creo avoids the last one. He does this thing where he kind of does like a pump handle situation with the hands between Lince's legs, but flings him up for a powerbomb. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was neat. Um, Lince hits a gut buster, shooting star press. For some reason, he was slow to make the cover. I don't know why he doesn't go over there and make the cover right away. Lack of urgency. I guess so. So Creo gets the opportunity to roll out of the ring. Uh, but in the end, Lince wins after a, a Hurricane Rana right into a, a roll up. Yeah. He gets the win. Sneaky. Yeah. So he's walking up the ramp, celebrating a little bit. Drew Gulak comes out and does, annihilates him. Yeah. Lays him out. Yeah. Um, and then Creo starts to come to to help out. And Tony Nese just sprints down the ramp and <laughs> completely lays out Humberto yeah. Creo. That was good. And then Gulak's like, whoa, hold on a second. What are you doing here? And then Nice just gives him evil. It's like, oh, I'm evil, so I'm going to nod evilly to you. Yes. And Drew, and then Drew nods back. Nods oh, back. so you're evil now, too. And they just destroy him. Nice that we're both evil now. That's yeah. good to know. Everything is evil. So, yeah. Anyways, let's take some questions. I'll answer Jameson Copeland's yeah. first. I'm not even going to give him the opportunity to ask it again because I remembered what it is. So, Larson, what's our plan once SmackDown on Fox happens on Friday? I think we're just going to stay here and watch it Friday. We're going to stay here and watch it Friday, yeah. And get the recap up right, after, right yeah, afterwards. Yeah, I think, yeah. that's, that's Rather than come in Saturday morning. Yeah, I don't want to come in Saturday morning. I'm fine because we can, we'll watch the East Coast feed yeah. from 5 to 7. <clears throat> Be out here by 8.30. Be at our break by eight thirty. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys are chilling on a on a Friday night, we'll do it live. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to hang out with us? That's cool. Maybe we'll do. I mean, if we're gonna watch it here, if we're gonna watch it here, just stream stream the our viewing prob- experience. At least the first one. There's we'll do that. really no reason for us not to do that. Yeah. And then we'll see how we'll see how it goes. Um, there might be some weeks when uh, you know if we've got. 
plans with our families or whatever that maybe we'll try to bring in Cal or Hilton or somebody yeah. to sub in for one of us uh, just to give us some, you know, it's, it's Friday night. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be the situation. Uh, given like, I mean, we haven't locked it down in terms of our plans, but I imagine because there will be an extra thing to review, we will probably, I mean, we talked about this a little bit, we'll probably end up killing the Friday news show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, instead of doing that, obviously we're going to have, you know, a full NXT show, a full AEW show. Raw Count SmackDown. Countout's going to stay around. Uh, uh, Matt Chat, of course, is a favorite. Matt Chat will stay, yeah. That's going to stay. But we're probably going to end up doing, I would imagine, Tuesday through maybe Friday or Saturday um, news briefs. Yeah. I'm actually working on a new little intro thing for that. Um, on top of that, that should be one thing. We're on the road to 200K. Well, hopefully. And so I think doing shorter news episodes also should theoretically help us. Um, In theory. Maybe grow the channel a little bit. In theory. Um, so, yeah, we're going to do that. And on, on top of that, I, th- I mean, we, we got, we've gotten a good reaction from those over the past couple of days. It's just kind of what I would prefer the channel to be anyways, some short-form content. Yeah, I have some ideas about that we can talk about later. Oh, good. I love it. I love when you get ideas. Um, so that's good. And then, uh, yeah, that's what you guys can can expect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, Tom Fox, it's been way too long since I've been able to watch live. Miss joining you guys daily. Well, welcome back, Tom. Welcome, Tom. Jose Alaguna, I don't normally watch NXT UK, but Mark Andrews' theme sounds like it belongs as background music to American Pie. No, man, that's a great theme, but that's a great theme song. Give me a break. Mark Andrews' theme. He's, that's not necessarily a knock on it. This sounds like it sounds like a song of that particular era. That's all he's saying. I don't really necessarily take that as a knock. The music of that era is, is not good. I mean, it's pop punk. That's what his band is. Yeah, I know. But it's like right in line with Blink-182 and stuff. Oh, man, don't, don't relegate it to that. Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews' theme song, really. He has like three moves named after Blink songs. There is, there, look, there's three acts in history, really. That you need to pay. It's Elvis. <sighs> uh, well, you can't say Michael Jackson anymore. Prince. And uh, what's his band's name? What's Mark Junior? A- Junior. Okay. Ju- I know what the name of the okay. band is. I hope Junior. you do. Look at you, little, you're such a mark for him. Your now. I hope light you do. profanity face. Did you did you download their album? You dude, they don't have their picture on iTunes, but they have music on there. Yes, they do. But you have to you have to like look for it because there's a lot of other bands called that Junior. are like, that are called Junior. Here, yeah. Let's see if they're on. I'll see if they're on Spotify. All right, sounds good. I was listening to that Billie Eilish today. Oh uh, yeah, what were your thoughts Junior. on that? I like it. it's good stuff. Junior in art, junior in artists. Oh, wait a second. Did they, did they, oh, they added the, they got a full thing now. They, the, before like a month ago, they didn't. Nice. I'm very excited about that. Oh, wow. They must have, they get signed or something? What the heck? Anyway, he's good for that. I mean, he's a, a tag team champion now, so. I know. I know. Good stuff, man. Hmm. <clears throat> nope, that's not. I don't see them on uh, Spotify. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's see here. I'm going to go to the Discord because I kind of have to. Not that I want to, but I have to. Yeah, there's one like Juniors on Spotify. Interesting. By the way, if you guys want to see what Epico Mondo looks like, um, $1 on the Patreon gets mm-hmm. you access to our Discord. Mm-hmm. I'll be putting up that digital care package within the next 24 hours. I've got the gifts done. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he did a face reveal yesterday. Ooh. The benefactor is now revealed. 
let's see here. Dominist asks, you've been, this is a great question actually. You've been tasked with booking the main event for the first NXT show to go head to head with AEW. What do you do, Larson? Uh, Basically, it's just like a takeover. Yeah, you got you essentially got to book a takeover. <laughs> yeah, we sort of mentioned that like earlier. Yeah, it's gonna who? Adam Cole versus who? I'm thinking Kevin Owens, man. Why not? Right? Go for it. Open challenge. You know, now that we're draped in gold, there's nothing we can't do. Yep. There's nobody we can't stand up to. I think to. that'd be good. Who? Won? And then Kevin Owens theme hits. Oh Matt, my god. Matt Riddle versus Goldberg. Yes. There you go. <laughs> you would destroy. He would just annihilate yeah. AEW. Yeah. Uh, Johan von Wolfhausen, Cameron Grimes, and Ring Gear reminds me of Blanca from Street Fighter. I can see that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wh- who would be the other Street Fighter character? So who would be Guile? One of the Forgotten Sons, I think. Yeah, that makes sense because he's got the army stuff on. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, Ken and Ryu. Uh... They would be well. That's uh, uh, Brizango. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's Brizango. All right. And then uh, E Honda. Which one was E Honda? Was he the guy with the long arms? No. No, E Honda is the, the sumo. Hun. Sumo. Yeah. yeah. Keith Lee. Okay. And then who's Hun? What about Zangief. Is he the Russian guy? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Dijakovic. Oh, yeah. Of course. All right. There we go. Hun. Hun. That's Kona Reeves, the guy that goes, Hun. All right. Hun. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, interesting. Butts says the jobbers from the tag match had a match against the Revival a couple of years ago in NXT. Oh. So they're brought in every couple of years. Whenever they're, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Hafty, what is physically the difference between a clothesline, <clears throat> a clothesline from hell, and a lariat. So a clothesline, I think, is when your arm is just... Technically, it's supposed to be when it's just yeah, stiff but, like but, this. But JBL, a clothesline from hell, brought all the way forward. Yeah. So, I mean, that technically was a lariat. It was a, it's a lariat. It was a lariat. Because yeah. a lariat, you bring it forward. You bring it through, yeah. Uh, yeah. So clothesline from hell. Does WWE ever say lariat on main roster? Or they always say clothesline. <laughs> they always say clothesline. I think it's just a matter of whatever you want to call it. You Pretty much, yeah. Uh, Alex Foster, is it bad I want vignettes of Kona acting super conceited with his gimmick only to come across as insecure and somewhat hilarious? Or at least like that network mockumentary for Elias. I think it might help his character. I agree. Oh, that'd be cool. A mockumentary. That'd be yeah. good. Ooh, Jay Sean Lawrence. Will Steve do the Mark Andrews arm wave next week? Dude, my shoulder uh, is not fit for that. Oh, try it. I'm not there yet, man. I'm not there yet. But hey, but it, you know what? Ask me again next week. All right, I'll pra- I'm not going to practice here on camera. Next, uh, next, next uh, pay per view live stream for sure. Oh, I want to. I, I want to try it though. I just don't want to try it on camera. All right, let's see this. Uh, you got to do the leg though. Oh, God, that hurt. Do the leg though too. What is he doing? The leg? Well, here's a little walk. Oh, I can't do that. I don't, you got to do the. You got to do the full thing. That if is I, really difficult to do. If I practice, I probably could. Dylan Haggett, let's say British Strong Style hang around next to UK and have a War Games match with Imperium. Who would be British Strong Style's fourth man? Good question. Eddie Dennis. He said yeah. He, he said he, he he went way back with Pete. Yeah, Dunn. he had a history with those guys. Yeah, I guess that works. I don't know. 
surprise uh, return for Eddie Dennis. <laughs> Wayne Maker says Steve here. Midlife crisis confirmed. I am looking at new cars right now, so that's a possibility. You're looking for new cars? You just got a new car. Yeah, I know. I might trade it in, though. For what? Something bigger. Mike? Uh, like, um, like an Escalade, maybe. Uh, a Hummer. I like a tank. No, you know what, man? I saw a friggin', I saw a video, like somebody's ring video on the news captured like this really gnarly car accident. Yeah. And I was like, man, my car's kind of small. Bama's in that thing and I get, then somebody hits it. I can't Well, the good. size of the car isn't directly related to how safe it is. Oh, sure it is. Are you kidding me? I mean, you get a little smart car then, yeah, but I mean... It, my car, I'll put it this way. My car, I don't think I'd get a Trailblazer. But my car versus what I used to have, the Trailblazer? No, I understand there's that. not even a question. I understand there. that. Yeah. But so, I don't know. I was thinking of like a Rogue. Like what my, mo- what my wife has. All right. I was about to call Lacey my mom. What my wife has. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mom. I mean, wife. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, there you go. Devil says donation goal to get Steve doing the full Mandrews entrance. I don't know. I have no idea how he does the, the walk thing. It's not normal. Mm-mm. It's very impressive. I've always been impressed by it because he kind of glides down at like an, it's like, yeah. it's like a weird. Cause he doesn't walk side by side. It's like over, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. But it's like, he also takes like two steps with one foot. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I'm not to practice. I could probably do it if I practice it. I'd like to try I'd like to see you try that. Let's have to see it a few times. Tim Preston asked to hear Steve's Bret Hart nay. 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 Uh, Ronan C. Does Walter not deserve to be on PWI's top 10? He will be next year. Hey. Hey, listen to me now. Was he on there last year? I don't think so. Not in the top 10. Nay. Uh, Greg nay. Morris. If Steve becomes a fan of Kona Reeves, would that be the most shocking example of flip-flopping? No, I think him liking Mark Andrews is kind of the most shocking example of flip-flopping. No. Because you were pretty anti-Mark Andrews, especially his theme song. There's got to be a more shocking... What would be more shocking than, than that? Than Mark Andrews? Yeah. I can't think of any. I never hate it. I always like Mark Andrews in the ring. I know, but you never liked his presentation. Is there anybody who I, that I it's didn't not so like much, from top to bottom? It's not so much. I mean, you, you for a while it was Rusev. You're like, oh, I don't like his body type. I don't like his music. I don't like anything about him. And then you yeah. liked him. Yeah. But you were never as adamant about your dislike for anything Rusev as you were about Mark Andrews and his song and his little dance when he comes out. Yeah. What's the name of his song? I don't know nothing about his band. Is Junior. Fall to Pieces. Yeah. That's great. Well, here, don't not too much of it because we're going to get a copyright. No, nah, we're not going to get nothing. We're fine. Yeah, we are. We're not signing anything. Nobody's going to hear this. Still, they can, and plus, I'm talking, oh I'm talking during the bots are not going to be able to pick oh it up. Oh, my gosh. You'd be surprised really? how, how, oh, you're going to hurt. You. That's way off. You're I'm going to freaking. You're not I'm in the rhythm. Freaking, what? You're not in the rhythm. I can't go as fast as the I can't It's not do about that. fast. You're actually too it is. fast. You do it then. Uh, I'm on rhythm at least. Uh, Instead of just waving my hand around <laughs> randomly. <laughs> you hear all sorts of pops going on. And this is my bad shoulder too. <laughs> oh, man. oh, Matt Taven. That will be. That would be. That would be the biggest shock. Probably would be. That'd be the biggest shock if I turn around on Matt Taven because there is nothing appealing about him. Everything about him is terrible. Ricky Scurvy says this is embarrassing. Yeah, it totally is. 
Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Anyways. Uh, oh goodness gracious. Is that it? Yeah, that's not like So for non news today, uh we're gonna look at the shoes that I designed. Yes, I want to see these. I'll put them up on the actually, you know, I think there are links to them. I yeah, you can share the links. Yeah, I got the links. Yeah. <laughs> Julie says the channel is peaked. Yeah, I don't think do much more than that. Oh man, Maybe that's what a video we should do is Stephen Larson do wrestler dances. <laughs> what other wrestler dances are there? Street profits would be the ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> Bud Ryan says Steve looked like he was directing a plane landing. <laughs> uh, don't worry, Wayne. I'll gif it. I'll gif it. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. Appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Where's the button? Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.